Welcome to NDG Winning, Season 3, Episode 6, S3E6, where Dave and Adam get together to talk about NDG and the world that revolves around it. Dave. S3E6. You said it. Wow. You know, you know what that you know what that sounds like. You know what, what that is. What is it? That's my uh that's my my reservation ticket for my spot at the uh, Plasvio winter station. Oh. But <laughs> did you put your towel on the chair? Are you one of those people? <laughs> I I got towel. It's winter. I got my blanket. But you know what, Adam, we'll, we'll talk about that later in the show. Okay. I got I got a super special end of year top 10 list oh. for NDGers like us, you and I. So we're going to tee I, up NDG like never before to, to exactly. round out 2020 in style. Exactly, exactly. How you been? You know, I've been great. Uh, by the way, can you hear the tick, tick, tick in the background? I hear a faint, I was going to, uh, sort of, uh, what, yeah. what is that? Yeah, is that? you know what? That's the 72-hour wait for your COVID results. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, 72 hours. Yeah, so just over 24 hours ago, Hmm. uh, I followed the directions of our child's, one of our kids' schools, and I went to have my my son uh, tested for COVID, Mm -hmm. and I figured, why not test myself as well? Um, I mean, I was there. And truthfully, everybody who has not been tested is intensely curious about exactly how uncomfortable it is. Um, (laughs) And, you know, so I did it at the Glenn site. Uh, Wow. What an efficient operation. It is. Um, I've I've already gone twice. Uh, If I go a third time, I will get gold card status, which means you can you can bypass the line. Um, I'm, so, I'm, uh, I'm weirdly jealous of that. Do you get salted <laughs> nuts on your third test? So, so let me ask you yeah. when was it as painful as people made it out to be? You know, my 10 year old son said it exactly. I think the way it is, it's just a little bit too uncomfortable. It's like, yes, you're told how uncomfortable it is, right? And you're right. like, oh, it's like water in your nose from the swimming pool. Right. This is what people tell yeah. you, right? Yeah. But it's yeah. a little more than that. And and people should know <laughs> that they have to twiddle around in there with that thingamabobbin for five seconds. Right. It's not in and out, okay? This right. is not a... Um, you know, uh, I don't know what it's, it's, it's in there for a good five seconds, but anyway, so just, just want to say it's, it's very efficient. The yeah. uh, nurses are so kind and generous and I can't imagine what kind of stress they're under seeing people by the thousands. There is a little bit yeah. of only an NDG about the test there at the Glenn site. Tell me. Uh, so it's like minus 12, right? And the lineup is in the underground kind of parking entrance area. So you have to line up, you know, for a good 20 minutes, perhaps, in minus 12. Now, I mean, to be fair, I'd rather be outside than inside. Uh, But there's something uh, 
charming, I think, about the outdoor weight for your test. And if you're driving there, you're in and out within two hours. It's so there's free parking too. So that's yeah. a nice bonus. And did you get triage? Did you get a number? I did get uh, a number. Um, so what number were you? I don't know. I was uh, seven. Nice. My my first time I was seven. My second time I went up I was fourteen. Do you know anything about these numbers? Because my son was fifteen. I do. Tell me about the numbers. So your son was fifteen. Wait, wait, wait a sec. Do they teach you this in the super elite lounge where you're going to go for your third test? It's <laughs> one of the things that you know you learn. Uh, uh, you have uh, so the higher the number, yeah, the greater the risk to exposure. Okay, so my son's teacher had COVID. Right. So he was fifteen. Exactly. So my my situation, my second time where I was a 13 or 14 was uh, we did a socially distant outdoor uh, thing, uh-huh. um, full mask, uh-huh. uh, two meters apart, no sharing, no anything. And <clears throat> unfortunately, one of the people I was with tested positive three or four days later. Mm-hmm. So wow. when I went on day six or seven, because of that, I was ranked 14, which I was very honored because the first time I went, I went to with my daughter who had a simple cold mm-hmm. um, and school policy is before you come back to school, you have to get tested. Uh-huh. So she, I don't know what she was categorized, but because I went and I wanted to show my daughter how un- painful and how easy it is, uh-huh. they gave me a very low ranking. Uh-huh. So that's part of it as well. But you know what? Like, you're totally right. It's quintessential NDG. Um, and all things considered, it's a pretty well-managed process. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It doesn't take hours. Yep. And yeah. So so for so, our, our listeners, we're podcasting. It's, it's the evening of Wednesday, December the 16th. I'm inside my 72-hour waiting period. I could receive the test result during the recording of this podcast. So <laughs> I'm going to do, I'm going to reveal my status. Now, if li- if listeners were on the edge about sort of turning this podcast off or continuing to listen, they're now locked in. They're not going to go anywhere, right? <laughs> but I want to hear the binging on your phone. You have to yeah. make it really Yeah, the ringer is on. You will hear the binging and uh, it sounds like yeah, a Star but Adam, Trek. Adam, thing. Yeah. You know, although I'm... 99.999% sure it's going to be negative. Mm-hmm. If it is, if you do get the text mm-hmm. and it is positive, mm-hmm. are you going to be able to keep a straight face for the remainder of the show? Look, I'll pop a vitamin D and carry on. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Speaking of carrying on, Adam, yes. our, our Facebook page, the MVG Winning Facebook group, is carrying on. Um, new members all the time. Uh, we've had more than 50 new member requests since our last post, last podcast. Uh, I'd like to welcome and thank new members like Salwa, Ali, Sabine, uh, Shanaz, um, that are making up a, where we're over 400 now, 432 total members. Um, just amazing. Uh, and, I'm so happy. Yeah. And, and thanks to all of our listeners uh, and all of our, not just listeners, but all of our, our followers on the Facebook page. And, and we, um, we make surprisingly little effort uh, with the Facebook page. 
and right. yet there's stuff going on there. There's dialogue. Right. There's exactly exciting. like like I think originally when we set up the Facebook page, you know, we're also on Twitter, we're also on Instagram. But when we set up the Facebook page, it was really a means of um, sharing the podcast. That's right. That's right. And it seems to have become something beyond that. It seems to have become uh, a site where people are 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 sharing uh, information. They are selling or wanting to sell or offer product or produce. Yeah. Um, and also uh, people are expressing comments, which, which is fantastic. I'm, I'm so, uh, I'm so honored that, you know, we we're starting to compete with some of the other group sites out there. Um, and one of the things, which is a first for me, Adam, I don't yeah, know, yeah. you know, you being, you being the social guy that you are, oh, is we started, we received a few um, uh, alerts, about potential inappropriate content. And as an administrator, uh, I can decide whether it's inappropriate content or not. So have and you ever have you ever um, censored any content in our group? So far, no. And, and my, my, my philosophy, and you know, I'd love to hear your philosophy, is you know, as long as it's not racist, bigoted, uh, anti- towards a specific group or religion uh, or an individual, um, we don't send, we don't, I don't feel we need to censor. People are entitled to their political expression. People are entitled to their opinion. Um, if someone posts something that someone disagrees with, so be it. Um, I think we have enough, uh, enough informal censorship and restrictions in our daily lives that, mm -hmm. Uh, we don't need we don't need to impose it. And I know some other groups out there take a more draconian approach, but no, I don't. Well, uh, we're uh, I, I I second your philosophy. By the way, as as your colleague in this uh, project, I I like that approach. I think we should err on the side of uh, freedom of expression, right. and um, uh, it is. Uh, a part of a living in a in a in a free society is the inevitable instance of getting a little bit out of joint because someone says something you don't agree with, or they say it in a way that you would not normally say something yourself. Right. And uh, so that's very very exciting. Right. We'll maybe have a we'll maybe we'll do like a special episode if we ever have to censor something and we'll explain ourselves like editors of the wall street journal. <laughs> we did not publish you know, this because. Exactly. <laughs> or maybe have one of our listeners, one of our readers, one of our, the, the NDG living group members, um, talk about it as well at some point. Yeah. 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 And, and who yeah. knows, we might this, you know, in a way we've become a kind of safe space for NDG yes. expression if this is our right. philosophy and we might get some <laughs> spillover from other places where that are not quite so um, free yeah. and easy. And, and we focus on, you know, not only all things NDG, but a lot of, you know, things related to the goings on in NDG and Adam, you know, I don't know if you realize it, but we are one of the few, if not the remaining, uh, NDG focus, NDG centric um, uh, uh, sources of information in the borough. You know, we had the NDG Free Press. Yeah, great newspaper. Uh, great newspaper. Unfortunately, fell prey to gone. 
online. Uh, NDG Echo, Andy which uh, was an online publication I started to follow. Uh, their last online article was was posted in September. We're now, Are you serious? We're now December. Um, uh, you know, and then there's other groups like NDG Thrive and NDG Living, but, you know, they seem to be more concerned with baking. <laughs> well, we're well, we're more concerned with breaking news, right? You know? Bre- breaking news, covering the political edge. That's right. you're making a really um, com- important point. In a like half of it is hilarious, and half of it is almost tragic comedy. The most <laughs> populous borough in the biggest city of the province of Quebec. The only media standing are Dave and Adam. <laughs> the stalwarts who whose publication whose podcast started because of traffic on on ndg avenue right <laughs> right <laughs> and here we are i don't know how long you know third season well listen i i i, I now i feel the weight of <laughs> journalistic duty you putting on our shoulders the onus of civic responsibility we will be objective we right. will be humorous, right? Uh, and we will continue reporting even through these dark, dark times of the winter of COVID. And still willing to, and still willing and wanting to welcome anyone who wants to talk about butter or other yeah. non-news on our on yeah. our on our, our our Facebook yeah. group. And you know, I, like all kidding aside, I'm I'm. It's it's fascinating to see what our, our our group site has become, and it's wonderful that it's you know it's it's organic. It's taking a mind on its own, and let it's it's great. It's great, you and know? the the, the so, you know we can stroke our egos by thinking that all four hundred or so of these members are there because they they they're riveted to this podcast. <laughs> which exactly I, half the but people so, text us and say, "What is your podcast?" Anyways, you take us so, to the next topic. You know, yeah. it, it's really interesting. So. Um, you know, speaking of breaking news, we were we were we were hoping to podcast last week, and it didn't work out. And at one point, I was I was a little bummed because I felt that you know uh, there was talk about you know more restrictions uh, in terms of, of of COVID over the holidays, and we didn't podcast. And yet, I'm so happy we didn't because since then. Um, uh, really interesting news. First, of course, is uh, Christian Arsenault uh, resigning from the Projet Montréal caucus. Um, uh, uh, really interesting. Um, totally get it uh, why he did it and why he's doing it. Um, that was, you know, uh, big big news. Now, did, um, did he it, did, it, he, did he join the other party? Did he join the Lionel Perez party? No, no, no. I, I maybe I could be wrong. I don't think no, so. Maybe I don't think so. I don't think so. Me. I think I think it was more that he just felt that the way you know one of the things that Sue Montgomery has been talking about for a while is that and, and Alex Montagano as well, mm-hmm. not Sue, is that NDG has been getting a fair an unfair shake of of things that you know we're we're giving more to the central than we're receiving, and I got the sense based on uh, reading about Christian Arsenal's resignation from caucus was aligned with that sort of realization that you know what like what the central administration has been talking about and promising to the city as a whole 
that NDG is not going to benefit from it. And uh, Christian Arsenault felt that, you know, out of conscience, he, he needed to resign from caucus. And mm. I think it was today or yesterday that they announced his replacement, that he was officially kicked out, which was the same thing that happened to uh, Mayor Montgomery. It's so, so uh, curious how, and then of course, and I'm sure we'll get to it, but Montgomery's court victory. Yes, uh, big one, yeah. Where her uh, struggles with the central city coming in uh, and issuing a diktat that she must fire (laughs) Annalisa Harris. (laughs) You shall fire her. It probably came on like a letterhead with like red, like a red square stapled at the top of the page. (laughs) You shall fire Annalisa Harris. Anyways, uh, she won, and they shouldn't have done that. And she's the mayor, and she can hire or fire uh, whoever she wants as her chief of staff, right? Exactly, exactly. You know, and two, I've I've been personally um, critical at times of of Mayoress Montgomery's approach to things like this. Uh, I've alluded to it to a certain extent when we've interviewed her. Uh, the two times you've interviewed her uh, and also between you and I, you know, on the podcast. And, but I, I do have to give her credit that she stood by her convictions um, and she risked a lot. And yet, you know, it's, it's yeah. her convictions that went out. And, and I, I really have to hats off and I give her credit for, uh, yeah, for, for, for sticking to her guns about it. Um, uh, yeah. And, I, I think it's going to be an interesting, like it's an interesting dynamic that's starting to evolve within the borough. The uh, the borough elections, the the municipal elections are less near away. Um, Sue has stated that she wants to start her own party. That uh, she announced, you know, she told us about it on our, our when she was on our last podcast a couple of podcasts ago. Um, she wants to run candidates in all for in all the the individual boroughs or the the ridings within the borough. Um, and it's going to be an interesting, uh, an interesting uh, campaign. Now, I have a prediction, Adam. Okay. All right. I love your predictions. My pre- now, none of them have come true, <laughs> but they're still great predictions. Hit it. My prediction is that Christian Arsenault is going to become the leader Whoa. of the Cotonej NDG party. Now, is this the party that Sue Montgomery has founded? No, this is the party that Alex Montagano was really, from. really. Yes. That who, who, by the way, whose posts on the NDG winning Facebook page garner the most requests <laughs> to <laughs> censor. <laughs> All the more reason to not censor them. Exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, um, well, it's tr- it's curious that Alex founded that party but doesn't want to lead it. And, you know, know, now Christian Arsenault is the up and coming young talent politician in our borough. You know, he's, 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 you know, a very well-spoken, well-meaning, earnest young man who uh, I think speaks, um, he speaks the mind of the electorate. I think, I think he's quite, Um, representative, not to overuse the word, but of the of the electorate in the borough, and um, I admire him for. Uh, if your prediction is true, 
then I admire I admire his ambition if that's where if that's what yeah. he chooses to do. Yeah. Yeah, so it'll be it's really really interesting to see. And I think another, you know, one of the other nice things about um uh uh Sue Montgomery's recent win is around the same time um she had ordered an anti-corruption management audit hmm. of the borough. Wow. A while back. And it has finally been completed. Wow. Um and and the whole, you know, the the one of the the purposes um uh, behind the audit was to see what is needed to to achieve ISO 37001 uh, compliance, which is related to anti-bribery management standards. And you know, it's 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 something that that Mayor Maris Montgomery has said all along and campaigning all along has been campaigning all along. Um, it's one of the things that got her elected, and it's really what what you know was behind the judgment. Mm -hmm. uh, in her favor with with her chief of staff Annalisa Harris mm -hmm. is that you know she's arguing that there's there's rampant no, rampant's not the right word there's um, uh, entrenched historical corruption in the borough mm -hmm. and that she's been trying to resolve that and you know what as again you know as time wears on despite my criticism of her and some of her approaches. If you start to think about it, you know, with anti-corruption audits, winning this case recently on court against the uh, central administration, you know, may maybe she's onto something. You know, and yeah, and 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 the mayoress is a advocate for uh, women's rights. Yes, and uh, it's a set, it's an issue that's very close to her. Yeah, uh, you know, and that came up, of course, at the Polytechnic yeah. Memorial time. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, you know, this is the, this is a, could this be a textbook case of a woman in position of authority who stands up for what's right and who exercises her rights and is pilloried by the media and the men in politics around her because she's a woman? And uh, that if this, if, you know, if, if it were a man uh, saying, you know, how dare you tell me to fire my chief of staff, that the man would not be uh, pilloried the way uh, Mayor S. Montgomery was. And I, you know, I, she, as you're saying, she really, she, uh, she took a lot of flack over that. And I think she, she's probably doing a well-deserved victory lap right now. Wait a second. Are you talking about? Mayor Sue Montgomery or Hillary Clinton in the 2016 U.S. election? Oh, sorry. Let me let me take my script down. <laughs> oh, Mayor Sue Montgomery. But but my point being is you're absolutely right, hmm. and that you know you you change the gender of the candidate, mm -hmm. and you still pursue the same goals. You might have a different outcome. So yes, you're I. Yeah. I I and, think so. That's a big play. Know, and, so, we, and we so, we had our doubts. We we brought the mayoress yeah. on twice here, and we yeah. were skeptical. You know, as we in our yeah. green room before those interviews, we're like, "Listen, are we overdoing it? Are we maybe she's a little batty?" And but no, you know what? She is the crusader for justice. I think she says she is. Yeah. And I hasten to add that our podcast is not is we are apolitical. We've never supported any candidate right. for election. Never will. Right. Um, so, uh, this is all objective opinion. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's, it's, I think 
it's going to be interesting, uh, an interesting upcoming election campaign. And, you know, we're not some new kid on the block where we've been around for a while. And then let's hope we'll get the candidates on. We'll get even the counselors on and um, uh, we'll be right there. So that, yeah. that's really, uh, uh, I'm Beautiful. really, really looking forward to it. Beautiful. So, um, so Dave, uh, where are you going for the holidays? I am going from my basement home office to my upstairs. All the way upstairs? Uh, all the way upstairs <laughs> at the end of the day. And yeah. um, uh, What are you we'll, flying? You know, what are you flying? Are you flying Air Transat up those stairs? I'm, I'm flying uh, Air... Air Pajama? Air, Air pajamas, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's uh, it's interesting, and also you know, with um, uh, the yesterday's announcement about you know being more specific about what's going to be open and closed over the holidays. Um, They're closing elementary schools until the eleventh. You know, high schools already closed, so we're getting into a uh, um, uh, short. What do they call a short circuit? Lockdown. I think that's is that the, what they call it. Yeah. Well, regardless. Regardless. Uh, so you yeah. know, Adam. You know, Adam. Usually, this time of the year, we mm-hmm. usually do the uh, the the annual NDG winning top ten. Yeah. Uh, moments, uh, events, thoughts of the year. But you know, in lieu of yesterday's uh, decision, um, I was thinking about you know being something a little different, um, and maybe talking about you know the the. Um, NDG winnings, holiday period, COVID lockdown. So live it up local NDG. Wow. Perfect. Top 10, my friend. Top we 10, we my friend. really, really need it. Like this is the week before the Christmas break. Exactly. Right? Exactly. We need exactly, all the exactly. advice we can get. So hit it. Exactly, Take it. Exactly. So number 10. Mm-hmm. The NDG Alley Olympics. Whoa, what's going on in the alleys? So now, you know, when you get the, those occasional snowfalls, um, the alleys that are, are not clean, they're not plowed, perfect for sliding, uh, toboggan wow. events, um, eventual cross-country skiing if you get a good dump of snow, um, the dog poo slalom. <laughs> the dog poo slalom is... Is walk down the alleys with your kids and avoid the the brown poles, the brown markers. Um, uh, is that a kids. separate? Is that a separate item? Is that number nine, or is are we in still that number, number ten? That's that's the NDG Alley Olympics. Okay, <laughs> uh, an annual an annual. Uh, <laughs> nice. I'd like to I'd like to participate. I don't know if I could qualify though. <laughs> number nine. Playing musical chairs at the Place Vio Winter Station. Oh, wait. Tell our listeners what that is, because not everybody knows about it. (laughs) The Place Vio Winter Station is a setup that the city has done to encourage people to just hang outside outdoors, um, see some, you know, feel part of the community, hang out, look at some nice lights. In a very, very small triangular plot of land on Sherbrooke corner of Coats, where Coats and Antoine meet Sherbrooke and uh, Roy. Right. 
Right. Now, it's that dandelion patch that has that's exactly, actually technically exactly. a park. Now, <laughs> now, listen, I'm all for it. But what cracks me up right now is if you look on if you look at what's been posted by the city, they make that triangle seem like yeah, uh, like like you're going to like uh, like um, a Nuit Blanche event or right. or the that 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 um, the that thing in Laval, the luminous right or an old Montreal where they have that night of, of techno dancing yeah with lights and everything. Go by it now, Adam. Uh. There, there's eight chairs, <laughs> but. In the circle. Uh, Dave, <laughs> you have to connect the dots with the earlier part of this podcast. This is right. the per capita spending in NDG. <laughs> it's like 10 cents on the dollar of what all the other boroughs get, even though we pay twice in taxes. Exactly. <laughs> so before, before, before it got to where it is today, uh, a few weeks ago, they put these pump counts, these small signs on the park benches that are, cemented into the you know they're on pole metal poles into the ground saying that these benches are going to be temporarily removed for for an event so so again it's the right idea but i think it's hysterical that like you know if you if you see what it's supposed to be versus what it is it's uh it's great but listen i'm sure people are enjoying it and, and i'm really yeah. looking forward to it yeah it's a, it's also fun to see the rendering of it on facebook that peter mcqueen exactly. posted exactly because exactly. the rendering is exciting exactly exactly that's how pathetic we are okay number number eight yes follow the snow removal trucks mm. so one of the things that I have always loved to do ever since I was a kid was watch snow removal. Mm -hmm. um, they put the signs out at night. There's no parking. They come and plow. The graders come. They they get a big plow that discombobulates the pile of snow, and then the graders come and put it into a nice line. Adam, mm -hmm. I will get up out of bed. Are you serious? At 1 in the morning. When I hear that truck, and I will just look out my window. Are you and serious? Watch, and I will watch them do snow removal. I'm so <laughs> I, I love winter trucks and snow and cleaning snow so much that a few years ago, Kelly Gregg, before she went to CTV News, mm -hmm. when she was on Global, interviewed me during a snowstorm as the happiest man in NDG. Adam. Oh my goodness! So. One of the other things that I've always I've done as a kid and into an adult is if they're cleaning the snow when I'm awake, I will sometimes get dressed and go outside and walk alongside the snow removal like the guy that walks in front of the, the, the snowblower. Oh, so, at his level, you would you would walk at his. I walk on the sidewalk. I, I watch and I yeah, walk yeah. and I watch. So so the whole point to this to this pastime to do is, you know. Start go outside, follow the snow removal trucks. You know, um, you see the you see the orange signs. It's snow removal time. You know, Adam. you know, watch God. them work and and yeah. watch them clean. Yeah. And and Adam, if you're lucky, yeah. you'll get to see a car think that they could drive through the pile of snow before it's cleared and get stuck. Oh yeah, jackpot, my friend. That's a keeper. Well, yeah. wow, I'm going to keep my eyes peeled 
for you trailing along beside the snowplow <clears throat> at odd hours of the day and night. Exactly. Uh, and exactly. I applaud you for keeping that part of your, your boy boyhood, uh, you know, proclivities alive. We yes. should all be so connected to our youthful yeah. selves. I see the orange, no parking signs as a, uh, as a as a uh, as great news. By the way, there's the uh, InfoNege app you can download, which is really good. Um, really? It's into their third or fourth year. At least as of last year, they worked out their kinks, and so they they tell you when they're clearing uh, real time status. It's it's quite well done. You know what? They should use that for info vaccination. Oh my god! <laughs> you know they should just add a vaccination feature to the snow removal. <laughs> <laughs> be amazing it'd be amazing so okay um next one yeah seven holiday lights holiday lights oh yeah there's some really good ones in ndg yeah this year uh because of covid um people are going that extra mile that extra effort to put out amazing holiday lights and decor decorations those wire mesh animals we see more and more yes. um i really suggest just walk out at night walk around at night it's so zen it's so relaxing it's so calming and it's so like uh, welcoming and ndg uh fantastic i i'm amazed how people how high people get their lights in the trees and i don't know how they do it ah uh, there's a yes. fellow down the street from where i live he's got lights so high you need like a double extension ladder to get up there uh so it's very impressive and maybe uh, he, uh maybe he, got, he has a cherry picker maybe may <laughs> the p.s the city cherry picker was running around recently replacing uh light bulbs for led lights on the street lamps <laughs> but we'll cover that in another episode should i should i go on should i go on of course are you kidding people are sitting on the edge of their seats <laughs> They're not just waiting for my COVID results. They're waiting for your number five. <laughs> number six. six before we get to number five. Me. You're going to like number five. Okay. Let's do number six first. Okay. Number six. Play the win a resto or store gift card game. Oh, so, do you remember as a kid uh, when you bought hockey cards or baseball cards, you would sit with your friends and you would flick the cards and to see whoever flicked the card the furthest got the other cards. Yeah, let's say I, I played similar games, more like if you could flick the card and hit your brother in the head. You know, sure. That kind of thing. So go out, start buying some gift cards to local NDG restaurants or stores, and play that game. Flick your spouse in the head with a plastic card. Wow. You know? Wow, like, that, that could be that could hurt. Yeah, that's great. Go to milk, go to milk, and get a gift card. By the way, speaking of milk, yeah, I I do have to have a shout out to milk. I know you you're a big fan of milk. I I used to go to milk in the before times. I haven't been once in COVID, so tell me about it. And and I could see why. So uh, one of my kids and a couple of their friends, a uh, couple of uh, one or two Sundays ago, went up for a walk along MDG. And went to Milk to get some hot chocolate. Nice. And unbeknownst to my kids, they don't take cash. They only take credit card or oh. tap. Oh. My kids don't have credit card or tap. Really? 
and they ordered the the hot chocolates. Sure. They got them. Yeah. And the the person serving them. Yeah. Said, "Oh, we only take tap or credit card." And my my kid and her friend said, "Well, we only have cash." And he said, "Don't worry about it." Ah, oh, sweet, sweet. That ah, oh, amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. you know what? Because you said that, I'm gonna go in and get my next coffee at Milk. Have they just between you and me? Have they improved the ventilation in there, or is it still like a Turkish steam know. bath? I haven't been in there. Oh, your only your daughter went there, right? <laughs> I'll let you know. Like it's, if it's anything like elementary schools, the windows the windows are wide open, so you should be okay. Okay, because in the before times, I was complaining about right. the lack of air. Um, right. That's a beautiful story. Uh, <laughs> laurels, hats off to yes. to Milk. Uh, and, uh, thank you for that story. So number five, the number five, uh, NDG local thing to do during this lockdown. Hit it. Fire hydrant bowling. Ooh, explain us, explain the rules of this. Get in your car. When (laughs) when it snows. Oh, with a car. No less. Okay. When it snows. Yeah. Get in your car. (laughs) Drive down NDG. Look for a street that has a slow incline to the intersection. See if there's a fire hydrant across the street on the corner. Right. Back up 100 feet. Sure. Gun the engine. Uh huh. <laughs> Brake just as you're going down this incline and see if you slide into the fire hydrant and knock it over. Brilliant. And if you knock it over, you get a strike, my friend. You get, you get a, a strike. That's a strike. <laughs> yeah, now, of course, nice. I have to, you know, of course, kids, don't try this don't at home. Don't try this at home. Yeah. Kidding, of course. Great. Um, number number uh, four. Hit it. Outdoor skating. So many rinks. Um, there's going to be a lot of outdoor skating. It was interesting yesterday. There was I, uh, the, the, with the Lego government something about eight people on the ice at the time. Is it the same people? Other people? I don't know. I heard they're not going to allow shinny. Um, but once the weather gets cold and once they start to water the rinks outside at the many parks in NDG, oh, it's so. Nothing are like you it. telling me that outdoor skating is legal? Yes. Okay, it's on that short list of things that you can do. You cannot do your nails or your hair, but you can outdoor skate. Right. But what was unclear is if I just decide to put my skates on a hockey stick and walk to Gerard Park, could I just walk onto the ice? But Mm -hmm. I think that'll work There was a funny thing on Twitter today. Uh, Mayoress Plante took a break from sending diktats to local borough mayors to fire their chiefs of staff and said that <laughs> they're putting in a skating rink, I think, in Cabot Square. And she right. said, she said, and I think I'm quoting, um, well, maybe homeless people want to skate as well. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I understand Christian Arsenault even more right in now. Case, in case Arsenault <laughs> was looking for the cherry on his resignation letter, Kate. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. All right, you ready? Number three. Hit it. I got three more left. I could take ten more, but three will do. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Play Guess the Teeth under the mask game. 
Oh, I love that. One of the things I've noticed is, yeah. you know, everyone's wearing a mask. You're yeah. walking around. Like, what what's going on underneath? What's the what's the smile like? Is it yeah. is it you know, is it is it is it an appealing smile? Is it not? What are the teeth? Are they straight? Overbite, underbite, are there dentures? Are they yellowed? Guess the teeth. Fun for the whole family, Adam. Um, sounds like a lot of fun. I, I want to, on that note, I want to say something about one of the baristas at, at yeah. Starbucks. Right. Okay. She's not the one at the cash. She's the one making the coffees. Okay. Uh, a young woman, pretty tall, uh, dark hair. Anyways, she has an ability to smile with only her eyes. Wow. <laughs> and, and this is to your point. Like, there's a kind of natural selection that's going on in humanity right now. The people who are expressive above the nose bone are getting ahead in life. Like, if, if you can smile, right. you know, if you can smile with only your eyes, you're going to sell more coffee right now than people like me who, above the nose bone, there's... I don't know. I don't know if I can smile with my, you know. So um, it's very curious. You're 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 making a really good point, um, and I think we all have to practice certain eye movements uh, together with hand gesticulation um, to get more expression out. Now that we're robbed of our mouths, exactly. And then I'm so curious to know, like, what what does the what does the the teeth and the mouth look like? Is it you know, happy said this. So yeah, so that's that's yeah. Play yes the teeth under the mask. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are not wearing lipstick now, by the way, because you, a you don't have to, right? And b it leaves a mark on the inside of your mask. Not that I wear a lot of wow. lipstick, but I just mentioning. <laughs> <laughs> that's good to know. That's good. Yeah. To, <laughs> good to know. All right, Adam. I got two more. Number two. You ready for number two? Take it away. Okay. So number two is inspired by the illustrated book My Granny Went to Market, mm -hmm. Around the World Counting Rhyme by Stella Blackstone mm -hmm. and Christopher Core. Mm. And this premise of this wonderful children's book is that um, this child's grandmother went to a dozen or ten different countries around the world, Thailand, Switzerland, to um, and, and brought back uh, traditional or uh, artifacts representative of airport gifts to the countries that not beyond airport but <laughs> okay. of, of the gifts of the gifts that you get, okay. get that you make. So, sure. so um, it's it's so I said you know how would that parlay into like a, into an NDG winning gastronomy tour? Whoa. You know, instead of going to different countries around the world, what if we tried and what if we focused on different uh, foods of NDG, and so wow. so it's really that that this this number two right is uh, going on this. So you know, Korean there's AI dumpling that you yeah continue to rave about yeah. Um, Mexican you know, there's a there's a great Mexican place on Monkland, uh, another one on Sherbrooke. Um, Iranian loads of places on the rest Iranian restaurants on Sherbrooke. Um, Italian, Casareccia, al dente, oh, 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 uh, Greek, yeah. Greek, Gyro oh. Monklin. Oh my goodness. Uh, Thai, there's, you know, Bangkok Express and Baddy Baddy. 
and of course Indian. I mean, that's just to name a few. So, so really, what the fun thing to do is 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 put together like uh, you know, if you go to Granby Zoo, you get that card where you have to stamp each of the animal sections you've been to. Is with your family, put a card together and 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 do the tour of the uh, of of the restaurants or bring them to you. You know, order them in. Oh, that's uh, that's brilliant. I I really I seriously think we should do this. I think we should do. I'd like to do it geographically based, like the restaurants of Summerlet. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And just go and hang out at I Dumplings, um, and the the chicken place over there. Uh, and uh, uh, yeah, the, 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 this is a brilliant idea. And the takeout food scene in NDG is really heating up. Yeah. And I yeah. I, uh, I don't know if we're getting ahead of ourselves to talk about this, but um, uh, what I noticed is at Pigeon Cafe and, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, Taverne, the Taverne, they will sell you wine. Mm-hmm. So you order a meal, nice meal and wine. And they have all kinds of like, you know, like little extras to take with like side dishes, pickles, uh, this kind of thing, mustard, whatever. And, uh, you know, I think they're actually doing amazing in, I mean, you know, out of necessity and, and taxing their own creativity. But if you are ready to spoil yourself with a, let's say a Monkland meal, you could really do well. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been, I've been, I've been eating the odd lunch from Pigeon Cafe. Very nice, very nice stuff. Uh, anyways, we'll we'll talk about that in detail. And uh, Councillor McQueen, Peter McQueen, posted um, that they are now going to allow free fifteen minute parking outside of restaurants to pick up food. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're right, exactly. You're right. There's, you know, the the, the restaurants are are hurting big time. Um, this is a nice little, uh, especially yeah. if you can, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a good pick me up. Also, you know, um, you know, just to uh, to uh, to obviously put put a little spice in your life uh, in your basement, you know, where you're held up. So we're down to are we down to number one? Number one, Adam. Oh, the number one thing to do uh, in our NDG uh, circuit breaker lockdown mode i want to hear this i want to hear this this is important it's really just send virtual holiday cheer positive vibes to your fellow NDGers. be safe this will all pass and before you know it we'll be vaccinated we'll be porch festing (laughs) we'll be ndg imagining on monkland people are going to be going bonkers about getting together uh, hanging out and having fun. Wow. Amen to that. Right. Amen. Amen. So that's so true. that's the top 10 for this year, my friend. Thank you so much for that. I, I think you uh, you did la tour. It was a tour de force. <laughs> and thank you for indulging me and, and letting me, me spend mo- a chunk of this podcast wow. to talk about it. Listen, um, uh, people need to hear this. This is important <laughs> stuff. 
Yeah, and, and you know, like uh, it's been a it's been a really interesting year um, for NDG, uh, Terrebonne Bike Path, um, Sue Montgomery's Crusades, um, the three the three characteristics of the Provigos, yeah. uh, masks. Um, what you know, and, and maybe you know before we finish up, maybe for our listeners listening and and those that are on our Facebook pages. You know, let's hear your feedback. Where do you think we should be? You know, we're very central NDG focused right now. You know, there's other, there's fielding, there's Summerled, there's Loyola, there's, you know, we'd love to hear some feedback. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we we want to branch out and yeah. uh, speak to people dans les régions. Exactly. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, and uh, well, Dave, thank you. It's been a lot of fun today. Adam, thank you, and thank you for for the year of podcasting again. That's been wonderful. All the best. Uh, I'm sure we'll cross paths as we yeah. uh, as we 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 enjoy this lockdown period together on yeah. the streets of uh, walking into each I'll, other uh, in NDG. I'll look for you near the snowplows at a safe distance. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Take, take care. it easy, bro. Ciao. All right. Bye. Yeah. Bye.